Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear. We are back through the heat, across the night, and into your ear canal with a bullet of words. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew. And welcome to another bullet of words that we're going to call Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. And we've got a very exciting guest this week, the brilliant John Kearns. Oh, yeah. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have Always the a pleasure. Um, We'll get Clarky to introduce him in a second. Um, yes, Mister um, Dear will famously know John Kearns as the man who Clarky forgot. Yeah, what an episode that was! The it was John and uh, Olga Cock Flatshare Slam Down. You took real. a you took a handful of stabs at trying to remember it, and you just couldn't. Awful, awful moment. Ooh, but you know what? Treat. He's a memorable guy, as we'll find out in this episode. Um, Quick, a quick note before we get started. Um, if you haven't watched our Flatshare Slam Down um, that we did with um, David O'Doherty and Cindy V, we recorded it uh, last night. It was really, really fun. We had a great time. It's available oh, on YouTube. Cracking. It was really cracking. If you go to eventbrite.co.uk and search for Pappy's Flatshare, you should be able to find it or just go to our Twitter at Pappy's Tweets. Um, and also our Patreon as well. Our Patreon is alive and kicking and uh, gaining new members all the time for five dollars and above you can get uh, over a hundred bonus episodes over a oh. full ton a full ton you get them of immediately as soon as you episodes. sign up straight away they just drop into your rss feed don't listen is... to them all at once that'll be very confusing people do that sometimes oh you mean literally all at the same time yes don't, no, don't try don't try that that's a word salad you don't need they, they do all sync up though that's the amazing thing about it that's yes right. that, and they also sync up with the dark side of the moon yes if you play it backwards um well uh, hail satan and uh, <laughs> let's start the episode uh clarky do you want to introduce it yeah it's my good friend we play football together. He's a he's a great friend of mine. Here he is. It's the Colonel, everyone. John Kurtz. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem, call it a beef. If you got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. John, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Total pleasure, um, John. <laughs> Are you a good flatmate? Are you a good person to live with? Well, uh, I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah. I'm very understanding and I put up with too much. I did in the past, certainly. Go on. In your, like, in the past, what kind of stuff have you, have you put up with? What kind of things have you... Tolerated. Let slide. Yeah, tolerated. Well, I, I so lived in a flat where... Guy, typical, you know, straight bat stuff. Guy didn't do the washing up, you know. That's yeah. your bread and butter. That's basic. Mm. Yeah. Awful. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Well, I'm swerving. I'm swerving it. I'm not getting involved in it, but I'm swerving it. I'm like, that's his mess. He does what he wants. I lived with another person who put all of that stuff in a box and left it outside of his uh, 
Oh, no. Outside of his uh, door. I remember that. And he didn't touch it as well. That was the thing. He just left it there. Well, I think if he's, if he's happy with it being in the sink, he's happy with it being outside the door. If anything, he's probably happier with it in a box. It's tidied away. You're it's absolutely right. Box. That is absolutely brilliant logic. It doesn't mean anything to him. <laughs> he actually probably opens the door and he's like, oh, did I leave it there? Like He can't probably even work out why it's there. You tolerated this, John? Yeah, I tolerate it. I tolerate a lot. You should, honestly, my life is tolerant. I am so tolerant. I, uh, what else? Um, I used to live in quite an odd flat. I've just moved out of it. Uh, oh, man. I mean, this is, a, this is hard to explain. <laughs> Basically, the living room and the bedroom were facing the road. Sure. Then you've got a kitchen and a bathroom that faced the garden. In between, there was a hallway, which was used by the flat upstairs to get to their flat. So technically, my flat was split in half. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah. talk us us through it. So it's a shared hallway running right down the middle of your flat. Yeah, so if you wanted to go from the bathroom in your towel to your bedroom, you had to make sure... (laughs) No one of the five people that lived upstairs, or their boyfriends or girlfriends, Ooh. or the party that they're having, oh, no. are not uh, are not in the vestibule. Right, that's in, that's insane. So were there were there two flats that should have really been fully kitted out with all the necessary rooms, and they just decided? Well, to Well, funny you say that. So a guy, I remember a couple. I, I was there for five years. So a guy came and he did. I never know what it is. You know when you walk past uh, people in the street and they've got like those kind of telescopes? Like they're like... Oh, yes. Quantity on a, surveyor. On a well, what the hell is that? You just... I, I don't know what they are. It's a quantity surveyor, isn't it? Or is that what's an ordinance, he, what's he ordinance survey? Is it, oh, maybe it's ordinance, yeah. Is it they're drawing up ordinance survey maps? But yeah, but no. what's he, what is he doing? I think, it's, I think it might be quantity surveying. What, what quantities is he surveying? I don't give a shit what his job is. <laughs> what is the machine? The <laughs> what is the machine? What's it doing? I think it just... Is it just like to see if there's not like um, any kind of sinkage or anything like that, that everything stays the same? You haven't got a clue what it is, Ben. No, of <laughs> course I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, anyway, so he's... So oh, a guy comes I, can't, I can't believe you tol- tolerate so much and you wouldn't tolerate that. <laughs> that was one box of shit too far. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm brave over Zoom, but if if you were if you, if we were face to face, I'd have kept quiet. I'm You're scared. Down. Tolerance is also fear. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel that. But, I'm going uh, to say it measures height and distance. But they always stood by it for ages, like like it's a Victorian camera. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're I doing you're doing um. You're doing calculations on hypotenuse. Yeah, I think you're doing calculations. (laughs) You're doing calculations on like hypotenuse and shit. Height, width, hypotenuse. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if I think if I'd thought about it for more than a minute, I'd have probably got to that as well. But 
Jim went Clark, he thought it was sinkage, though. I'm still a sinkage truther. I think, it's, I think it is sinkage. <laughs> I think, what, I think what, the, what the lamestream media wants you to think is they're doing the bloody hypotenuse, but actually, it's a check for sinkage, and it's happening right under your nose. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> You've U-turned from Ordnance Survey. You were Ordnance Survey a minute ago. They're drawing up a bloody map. <laughs> but anyway, the reason why I'm putting this up is so the guy came around and he kind of got one of those things out. A bit like a laser pen. He's measuring up, I don't know. And whenever anyone came around, they couldn't understand it. They'd be like, wait, which one's your flat? I'm like, well, it's there and there. And they're like, so it's kind of splitting off. Anyway, so he measures it up and he went, Technically, this is a bedsit. Fuck. And right. I was like, right? And then, you know, that was the end of that. He just left. But so what is fun? I don't know if you guys have ever done this. So I've let, you know, I left about uh, six weeks ago now. And in my mind, I'm going, I, when I moved in, I knew what it was like because I used to live upstairs, long story. But I knew what I was getting myself into and I could handle it. But Anyone wait, wait, else? Can I, just, can I just stop you? I know you said long story, but it's so you you lived in the flat upstairs with the corridor, and then yeah. you moved to the flat downstairs <laughs> with the corridor. Why do you love this corridor so much? What? Why can't you quit this corridor? That's beyond tolerance, John. You know You've you got, said you, you you know you said you moved out six weeks ago. Have you yeah. moved into the corridor? <laughs> <laughs> Full ice. Complete the collection. You've got to see this corridor, though. <laughs> They, uh, yeah, but I, do, I don't know if you, I, the landlord was a bit of a maniac. And so I'm enjoying watching it be on the the websites and oh, nobody, yeah. nobody going, because what they've done is, as I'm sure you've all been, you're looking at a flat and you go, this looks nice. Let me look at the floor plan. There's no floor plan, baby. There's no floor plan. You gotta go and see the floor plan. <laughs> so I think this thing could be up there. So I'm I'm I think this thing could be up there for I'm Hello. gonna say Christmas. Can you send us a, can you send us a link after this? I'd love to see it. Yeah, I will, yeah, sure. So maybe, maybe you... someone listening would take it. They'll go, This sounds fucking great. Yeah, any corridor fans out there, get in touch. Here's my question. Where were the were the locks with four of the doors to your I house? I had three front doors, yes, three front doors. Like the crystal maze. Three keys. Three keys. Oh. So you had the main door, which everyone used, including the five upstairs, us. The awesome. shop I lived above. I lived above a shop. Don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> and did of the course, let's not, let's not did the corridor the run through the shop as well? Can I ask? Did you have to go past and pick a mix? I'll say corridor. It was more of an aisle. No, no. You, he, he was downstairs as well. And he, it was, a, you know, he banging around always kind of like soaring stuff and uh yeah fucking hell man <laughs> and then there's a woman in the basement oh, <laughs> what? yeah there's a basement flat so there's so we all use that front door yeah yeah and then when you get to my flat there was the key for the 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 west wing <laughs> <laughs> the key for the east wing 
So you had to make a decision. What do I want to do now? Do I want to cook some food? Do I want to go to bed? Which key am I going to use? Well, do you know what's interesting is, so I've moved into the new flat now, and it's a normal flat, you know. One front door, uh, <laughs> everything connected. <laughs> but no shops what? attached to it. <laughs> There's no shops. Sounds boring, man. Yeah, well, you've is, changed, man. Yeah, I, th- I do you know what. I was thinking the other day, because the problem is, like, you know, I could, if you had an argument or if you needed time to yourself, you could just go to the other side of the house. Like, <laughs> And you can slam two doors in the process as well. So you can really make your, you can really make yourself felt, can't you? How do people... How with, dare you speak to me like this? Boomf, boomf, two slams. Yeah. How do, if, if you live in like a normal flat in a warehouse, if you want to slam a door and it means something you've got to leave your house it's a nightmare <laughs> yeah. in a door in a, in a flat with three front doors you can still slam the door make a statement but you know just yeah. go I into you, the other the other part I tell you what here's a move that isn't often used you can slam a door without going through it you just stay just Ooh. for emphasis you walk Ooh. to the door slam Ooh. it wow Sway, if anything that's straight worse. back into the argument <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> slamming a door. It's like if you ever do something in just total anger that's completely unnecessary. Like once when I was having a, quite a bad argument with uh, with my wife, I threw a carton of soup. We were walking home and I it was a carton of soup we were going to have for dinner and I threw it on the floor and it was <gasps> one of those plastic cartons and it just smashed and it went everywhere. Oh. And oh, yes. I mean... The second it left my hand, I knew I'd made a mistake. And then when it, and then when it smashed, I, I didn't quite. I just, I didn't even think about. Of course, it's going to smash on the uh, on the pavement and just splatter soup everywhere. But um, I like the idea. I like the idea. You know, in my mind, you've gone to the shops, no bag. You've just bought soup. You yeah, didn't and take, you and didn't take it yeah. out of the bag. You're holding soup. Well, this, and this was and what the argument mind, was about. That's right. That's what I was going to say. In my mind as well, you're also arguing over the soup. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't. Like, you know what? Like, that's like all arguments. And ginger, I can't remember why? what it was. I remember the soup very keenly. It was that uh, super green soup from M&S. Oh, uh, good stuff. You know, all the yeah. Someone's doing pretty well for themselves. It's all the all the offcuts that they've managed to sell as a new thing uh, to idiots like me. And yeah, for some reason we were just having a, such a, such an argument that uh, I threw it on the ground. I mean, but there was there was something there was something quite definitive about that moment. You know, it, it felt like slamming a door but staying in the room because it was yeah. doing something massive. But you've then got to deal with the consequences. Yeah, They're right you're left there. With you've it. Got to, you're left with it exactly. Well, that but was actually, your dinner. Exactly. Then no dinner as well. Well, you know, I'm not having dinner. Charlie's not having dinner. Gone. And I think actually the fact that I threw the soup in a sort of petulant rage dispelled the argument in the end it made me look like an idiot and then charlie laughed and we we moved on but um maybe you should have yeah that is nice maybe there should be like argument like not necessarily soup every time i was thinking water balloons (laughs) yes you've got them on you've got them on hand and just in a fit of rage like eggs just in the fridge yeah throw it on the ground but instantly there's a little bit of like a little bit of comedy going on. <laughs> yeah, little, little water balloons. Yeah, but after a while, you're going to get used to the balloons. It's the shot. Sure. Like, if you see, if you're having an argument and you see the other person going to the fridge, you go, all right, well, now they're going to have fucking eggs all over the floor. Whereas the soup, <laughs> we didn't have a, a sec- I didn't even have a second to think about it. It happened to me as much as it happened to my wife. Yeah, you didn't know it was happening. I didn't know it was happening. It's not your fault. Were you then able to uh, shout 
what do you do that for at her? I, um, <laughs> I, I was once having a b- big argument with my girlfriend and I kicked out. It was, a, it was a house party at Ben's house and I kicked out at the air. Like she was behind me. I was walking off and I went, oh, like that and just kicked out in frustration. And my shoe flew off and landed the other side of the school fence that I was walking <laughs> alongside. And I just had to storm off wearing only one shoe because my shoe was just in the school next to Clarkie's house. He lived next to school and I couldn't reach it. So I just had to, I like went, oh, and it flew over the fence. So I just had to walk off. Like, because I couldn't in my mind go, oh, fuck, I've lost my shoe. Cause it's like, I had to wait until she had gone back in and then come back and try and get my shoe back. So I, was, I was walking around with one shoe trying to be angry. Terrible. It really undermined things. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's about the... Speaking of um, layouts of houses. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yes. Floor plans. Do you know about Barbara Streisand's house? No. No. Has she got a mall attached to her house? Is that right? Is that Under, that? Well, underneath in the basement, she has <laughs> a old, done up, obviously, old English Victorian street. What? And all what? the shops, by the way, staffed, sell like your classic English sweet shop. There's a <laughs> like lace the black, shop. Like the Black Country Museum. Like a living yeah, yeah. museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the dream. And it's like got uh, street lamps. What? Yeah. Like Muppets Christmas Carol? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like like Christmas Carol. Oh, man. That's but, so cool. And then she, um, she follows the sun. So in the morning, she kind of goes to the house that has the sun there. And then, you know, when the sun moves... She goes to the other house where the sun is at its best. And then in the afternoon, she goes to the other house where the sun is best. So she basically lives in a giant sundial. Yeah. Well, hang on. It, in the basement of her flat? No, no, that, 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 that was the basement of her flat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> her actual, her actual uh, house is crap. It's just a flat. But <laughs> you, should, you should see what she's got underneath it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that mad? Isn't that mad? But I, that's I, I, amazing and also for, if you're working in those places if your job is I run the uh, ye olde sweet shop under Barbara Streisand's house <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, are you working bar- every day <laughs> I, I, I reckon it's like, like every day if you're Barbara Streisand's blacksmith that got to be that got <laughs> that can't mean something in like some circles of London. He's Barbara Streisand's blacksmith. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, fuck. I think it's more like well, there's a, isn't there a? I think I mean I think it's bollocks, but isn't there like a very famous comedian who has? The rumor was he had his own Starbucks in his house. Oh yes, Whoa. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, and that's staffed as well. So is it like kind of richy rich? I guess so. So I thought Just Dolly Parton was the person with the mall. Ah, maybe it's Dolly Parton I was thinking of. It's got a mall attached to her house that she can shop in just on her own. But um, but but again, well, I mean, it's, it's this, like it's the same thing with Streisand. Does she have to pay when she goes in? I bet it's it... like the Brixton pound. I, yeah, she got like <laughs> she's got like some sort of monopoly type money printed yeah. up with with her face on it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like one of those places <laughs> that yeah, you've got tokens that you put yeah. into a machine. It look, looks like an old post box. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm rich, but only on Streisand Street. Like, <laughs> like, that, I walk so through think, these doors, and honestly, I live like a millionaire. But out so there, this is the th- I'm, I've got. I've got two, two quid to rub together. Because this is what happened. You don't know this, John, but when uh, when the old cryptocurrency boom was happening, Pappy's invested in Streisand bucks, and yeah. it's a no. real mistake. We're because we, we we're miles away from her gaff as well. We're miles away from I her know. flat. It's a, it's a long way to go for a cappuccino. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, you know, on on paper we're billionaires, but you know, ask us to lend you a tenor and you'll be you know whistling in the wind anyway shall we um shall we shall we read some people's beefs because that is the reason we're yes here. Um, okay um parry do you want to read the uh, the first one i think i emailed it to you yes i have here we go barbara writes my blacksmith is bunking off <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, self-sufficiency beef from Mel via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch, yeah, everyone. Get in touch, actually. Greetings, Crossbow, Pazman, Clarky, Emma, and guest, the Colonel. My beef concerns my housemate, brackets, husband. We love a bit of that. Okay, yeah, we'll accept that. And some recent ideas he has had during lockdown relating to self-sufficiency. Oh, or- this is already good because <laughs> I'm already a as fan soon of as that. lockdown happened, everybody in their mind said, oh, oh am I going to become like the good life? Is that what I'm going to do? I'm going to is- buy a goat and have it graze in the back garden and make cheese from its milk. This is, that's such a withering opening sentence. Yeah. Some some recent ideas he has had. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ollie recent ideas. Yeah, just ignore, ignore him. He'll, the, the, the recent ideas all passed. My husband's had some recent ideas. Ollie has always seen himself as something of an ideas man. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting with, an absolute kick in here. With ideas including moving to Iraq, or Sorry, as what? he called, moving to Iraq, <laughs> or okay. as he calls it, the land of opportunity. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what okay. he's seen recently of the footage of Iraq, but okay, sure, the land of opportunity. Uh, yeah, and was, going he... down the river in a rubber dinghy, the reasoning for which still remains unclear. Thankfully, none of these ideas have ever come to anything. <laughs> I, I, I'd love to know more about this. So what? He, she, Mel wakes up one morning and looks to her husband, and he's there inflating a, a dinghy that he's bought on eBay. And he's saying, oh, "I'm just going to go down the river in this." That's what? Why? Did I tell you about the rubber dick? We, we like for years and years we used to go uh, go to like a town in Wales, and um, I always desperately wanted a rubber dinghy. We used to pester our parents for years, and one year they finally bought us one, and uh, it was a two it was a two person one. So my brother and sister went off in it first, and he headed straight for like there was like a boy out on the on the sea with like a ladder up it I thought you were going to say he headed straight for international waters (laughs) (laughs) good luck mate went up to the boy (laughs) instantly popped it on uh, that that had all you know barnacles on it had to uh, had to like try and negotiate getting them both back to land safely (laughs) so 
If that had been a cartoon, though, what would have happened is they would have punctured the boy and the, the rubber dinghy would have shot off towards the shore at speed, <laughs> propelled by the puncture. Or, or into France, one of the two. But they, uh, <laughs> they then... Uh, I, I, I told this, um, this story to um, my girlfriend's parents and so they bought me for my birthday a rubber dinghy because they live on the coast. Oh. So I went down to visit them last week and they're like, go on then. Take your rubber dinghy out. <laughs> Off you go. So, so I did. You had to go and have a little splash around in the sea in front of your girlfriend's parents in a, yeah. in a rubber dinghy. And I really didn't want to, but once I got out there, it was very lovely. Was it one with the little swan on the front of it? <laughs> no. No, it was, I, that, it was quite meaty, actually. It was, it was like a two-person one. It was really good. It's a lot of fun. Did you, you got an interview with Sky News, didn't you? They come alongside you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, you're, you're the only one going in the opposite direction. It's like, where the fuck's he coming? Iraq, the land of opportunity. <laughs> um, there is quite a difference. I think it's weird. Those two ideas are quite different, aren't they? It's one thing going whitewater rafting. It's another thing going to live in Basra. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, they're two very... Okay, anyway, the latest big idea is not as outlandish. But since we had a child and have grown up a bit, Ollie has started committing to his ideas and getting shit done. Okay. He wants to start fruit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Parry. <laughs> no. He wants to start fruit and veg patches in our garden. Lovely. Seemingly harmless, you might think. However, Ollie doesn't eat fruit or veg. Oh, God. And has absolutely no idea how to grow it. Ah. Right. He is in the possession of seeds and intends to plant them. <laughs> I would like a solution as to what to do when he plants his seeds. <laughs> do I get involved to try and make the COVID cabbage patch a success? Do I leave him to it and stare at two patches of barren land for the rest of the year? Cheers, everyone. Bye. Mel. Oh. Do you know what I think will happen, though? I think that if... If you if you do manage to grow something, and I bet he will, I don't think it's that hard. Particularly One if you're something man like another here. <laughs> <laughs> particularly something like potatoes, they grow really easily. And then, I think once you once you grow something like that, you'll probably be so proud of it, you'll start eating it. Yeah, he or... should. He should. He should be eating it. I mean, yeah, I mean if, you're, if you're a grown person, you should be eating right. your fruit and veg. I, I genuinely could... can't get my head around this. I'm sure we've talked about this before. But, like, you're growing potatoes, right? Mm -hmm. You plant the potatoes. <laughs> yes. They're going to take a fuckload of time to grow, right? Can I just say, by the way, last last time with Helen, we talked about onions for 45 minutes. Um, now we're yeah. talking about... Well, this has turned into Gardener's World, this podcast. <laughs> it's a, it's a sign, of, sign of us maturing, my friend. Absolutely. Of course it is. Sorry, sorry. What was your question about potatoes? Well, I just don't understand the turnover. Like, I don't, I can't get my head around the turnover of growing shit because I'm eating potatoes every day, right? Yes, yes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting them out of the soil every day, am I? Like, you're I'm, buying a big bag of potatoes once a week, right? I'm and you're rinsing that. You're I'm seeing off bag. a sack. I'm seeing off a sack a week. Yeah, we're buying a bag. We're buying a bag a week from the supermarket. We're getting. T potatoes most times in the veg box that come, that arrives always oh. gone first to oh, go mate, potatoes I'm talking out. mash I'm talking ja you know you know the deal exactly like, like loads of spuds yeah I'm I'm planting some spuds what how, how long do they grow Clarky how long is they taking me to grow I don't think it's that long I think maybe a, 
a month? Month, Right, yeah. oh, fuck, okay, so what am I eating in that month when I'm waiting for these potatoes to grow? And when the, they grow... The other how, ones. How many potatoes <laughs> am I taking out of the ground? Five? Five potatoes? Yeah, but, but you're... <laughs> You don't You're start talking again. about day one. You're talking about day one on the farm. Yeah. Farms have been going for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those those potatoes you are eating, someone grew those. Oh, yeah, but not me in my little patch at the back. Well, I think like, I think you need about like an acre to well, be self-sufficient. Right. Yeah. No, well, uh, right. I don't, so I don't know if you know this. Potatoes are grown on hills. What? Are they? I because I, I thought my I thought they were grown in like aren't they grown in like like if you're growing them in your back garden don't you grow them in a sack isn't that the idea I know they come in a sack eventually but don't you grow them in like a sort of potato sack no they I I know someone who I used to work with he he was he was an alcoholic he got sacked anyway years later it's like anybody heard from this guy yeah he uh, he's uh, picking potatoes right. Where? Uh, well, apparently potatoes are on hill. They're, they're grown on hills to get the sun. So he's... You spend all your day, if you're picking potatoes, like the letter N. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your body's bent down like that. You'd end up like those goats who've got one leg longer than the other. You know, like one side is longer. You know, the goats they Yeah, got. those amazing goats that run up hills. But yeah. That, that, uh, it, <laughs> What, the ones that run up cliffs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, see the ones that run up a dam? Oh, yeah. Treat yourself to that footage. <laughs> a goat that can run up a dam. You what's can't, that, you can't grab potatoes that guy you, we used to work with? I hope he's all right. Well, uh, I don't know if he's all right, but look at this video of him. Hey! Does that look like a man who's all right? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I guess he is. <laughs> so what are we gonna say what are we gonna say to mel because um the the problem i think with with mel is she's she's a she's a classic naysayer to her to her husband's ideas now i appreciate that she is the voice of experience here he says he's gonna do a thing he's not gonna do it but don't you have to give him the benefit of the doubt if there is the land there in the back garden and he's got the seeds well, surely it's just I a matter of how big's their back garden, though? An acre? <laughs> how, how many people do we know well, with an think, acre in I a back garden? I don't think he's doing it to be entirely self-sufficient, but if you can kind of... If you can grow some of your stuff, that's good, isn't it? You yeah, know, I mean, like, we're, we're, uh, we're getting, um, you know, tomatoes from our in-laws. They give us, you know, maybe a, a, a small bag a week. It's not all of our tomato consumption, but, you know, it's nice to have some properly homegrown tomatoes. It'd be nice to have some properly homegrown uh, potatoes. I think Mel's in Mel's in the driving seat here. You go, do you know what, mate? Go ahead, but you've got to eat them. Be a good example to our child. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. because it's I think that's very tricky, isn't it? When you're when you're saying I don't eat any fruit or veg, because you've got to convince the kids to eat fruit and veg. That's yeah. key. Yeah, I, you know what? I think that's beef solved. I've got no time for people that eat like that. I don't know if there's a. I don't know if we're in a world where you just got to be like, yeah, yeah, you got to let people do it. You, I've got no time for people like that. It's an, it's inherently childish, isn't it? I, I find it very frustrating. My my brother's a picky eater, and it really what the might... fuck's wrong with this guy? I'm, I'm going to Iraq. I'm going to grow some carrots. I don't eat carrots. 
absolute mess. The guy's mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, do you know what? Uh, do you know what? I, I, I stand corrected. I'm, I'm now I'm now back on Mel's side. Um, I think we're gonna have to. I think we have to close close the beef there. Um, yeah. But uh, beef solved. Beef's closed. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a beef priority from Mary. Hey, howdy, hey, pappies. Long time. Hey, howdy, hey, Mary. Howdy, hey. hey. Uh, long- How is she spelling Mary. Uh, it is. Well, she explains in the body of Arima how to uh, pronounce it. It's M A I R I. Pronounced Mary like to marry someone. Mary. L- that's a great name. It is. Great. It's a lovely yeah. name. It's a lovely name. Yeah, lovely name. Long time writer, first time listener. Whoa. My name is Mary, as discussed, and I have <laughs> some major beef with my flatmate's stroke husband, David. Lovely. Okay. Here we go. Oh, it's a, it's another David. We've, we've another ideas, man. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having been together for more than sixteen years, congratulations, and married for nearly ten of those years, it's quite reasonable to assume that some beefs have crept up in that time. But I have one that causes me probably more frustration than the others. David, he must have put up with a lot of. Are you going to marry Mary? Must have had a lot of that. Oh God, yeah. I'm going to marry Mary. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Will I mean, you marry me, Mary? Marry me, Mary. Great. All that stuff. I'd have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you love words, don't you? You love language. I'm yeah. A word, if you were, if I'm you were, if you were the uh, father of the bride, and that he came to you, David came to you. I want to marry Mary. You'd be like, fantastic. Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you want to marry? Stop stuttering. Who do you want to marry? <laughs> Spit it out. Love that's, it. Why he's, that's why. That's why. That's why her dad. That's why she was named that. So yeah. whenever the husband, I'm thinking when, that. Whenever though. a bloke tries to ask the father to marry her, he yeah. always just acts like he doesn't understand what they're talking about. <laughs> oh God, that's a great. God, I'm tempted now. That's how I think I'm going to call my daughter. Yeah. Will you marry? <laughs> I want to marry Mary. Do you? And who who do you want to marry, Mary? Yeah, just get him. <laughs> Great. Lovely uh, bit of business. Lovely stuff. David will suggest that we and our junior flatmate stroke daughter go out of an evening to enjoy some food outside of the house. Very Need to go to help out. Yes, exactly that. Very occasionally he will suggest some somewhere, but most of the time the suggestion to eat out will come from him with the immortal words, I don't mind where we go. I'm easy. Okay. 
Right. Yes. Here we go. There we go. We know where this is going. Here, dear pappies, is where my beef lies. My junior flatmate, stroke daughter, and I will then suggest all the places we would like to eat. Of course. As a flat share stroke family, we have quite a a wide range of tastes. David will make the no face and say no to all of our suggestions, making childish noises as he does so. Anyone want to give that a crack? No. Mm. He's like that. That The result is me becoming overwhelmingly exasperated and and leaving me no choice but to just cook something at home before my generally good-natured junior flatmate stroke daughter gets so hangry she cries. On the most recent example of this, tonight it would have been our first post-lockdown out meal, and I gave in to cook a meal. My junior flatmate oh. stroke daughter remarked, I didn't know, I don't know why you married him. Pappies, she's eight. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Why well, can't I'm, he make gonna a say, decision? I'm going to say straight away here. Yeah. If he says, let's go out for dinner, you give him two chances to say no. On the third one, you leave with the kid, you lock the door from the outside, and you go, to, you go, <laughs> you go out for dinner yourself. You go out for dinner, just the two of you. You'll probably have a fantastic time without that dozy cunt. You'll have a really nice, you know, you have a nice dinner, a little bit of a little bit of mother-daughter bonding time. I think that's what you've got to do. You, because... If you're being tricked into tricked into cooking every time, which you shouldn't have to do, he's the one who suggested dinner. Or 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 if you don't want to do that, order in a takeaway, don't give him any. Uh, I think you've, you've, you've got to block him out. I think you're absolutely right. And here's a topper you can put on top of this. Open the fridge, take out a soup, dash it on the floor, say, that's yours, mate. Exactly. Storm yes. out and slam the door. Slam the door, then open it and leave. <laughs> um, I think I think you have to force him to give a ch- selection of three. Because I, I have a partner who's very prone to this "I'm easy" malarkey without yeah. being really easy, yeah, and it's yeah. obviously it's a ruse. It's a so classic. in order to not let them get away with that, I say, look, I will make the final decision, but you need to give me three options that you're happy to take, and then I'll make the final decision. So they're still avoiding the responsibility of the final decision but they are setting parameters that they are going to agree with yeah. excuse me yeah I, yeah I, I might think it so I, whenever I've come across someone that is like this I'm easy it usually they usually they usually like a very specific thing <laughs> and so in their mind it is easy because that's all they eat so, do you know what I'm saying? Their definition of easy is different to, say, our easy. So, for example, I'm easy. Be like, yeah, I like Italian, Chinese, Indian, sure, whatever. The people that say, yeah, I'm easy, are always the people that are like, well, I only like, like Pizza Express. Like, they're, they're yeah. even down to the restaurant. Yes, yes, so yes. So, I think as soon as someone says they're easy... You've got to call it. You've got to slam the door but stay in the room and go, <laughs> you're not easy. You're the hardest person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a Ross Kemp on gangs kind of way. Did you see Ross Kemp got stung by bees? Oh, yeah. What? What? He got stung, he got stung in his lips, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. The poor love. He, he swelled up like a, a spitting image puppet of himself. 
But I, I quite enjoyed... I didn't go in deep. I just kind of was like, what's going on? He's talking about bees. And then I left it there because I, I like the idea... I'm just imagining, like, what's he done? Is he, like... <laughs> Kissing <laughs> bees. <laughs> Stealing he's honey. He's currently dating a bee. <laughs> no one's ever smelt a bee before. I wonder why. <laughs> first, Re- first Rebecca Brooks, now a bee. He's, he's had it tough, hasn't he's he? He's had a tough old life, hasn't he? Oh, poor he likes some fiery. I'll give him that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, should we say beef closed on that one? I think we've got to call. We've got to call that. Yeah. So, so you either you either make him do it, or you just leave and lock the door. Well, slam slam the door, stay in the room, then open the door, leave, <laughs> lock the door again. It's quite a lot of doors, but you know what? You can get through it. You seem very smart, Mary. Um, beef closed. So, John, do you have a? Because you said you just moved. I have. Yeah. Have you got any problems with? either the people you've just moved in with or your neighbours that you want to uh, you want us to sort of pick over and solve for you? Well, well, um, interesting. Because, you know, it's a new house. So, as I'm sure you're all aware, when you move in, it's, it's mad, isn't it, that you look at a flat or you look at a house and you've got to make that decision in 10 minutes and you don't yeah. assess... The sound, noises, things like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, basically, take your pick. Uh, <laughs> above the bedroom is, I think, my... I live... So, the guy who lives upstairs. I think there's a bath. This guy likes a late-night bath. So, you can mm. hear him squeaking about. <laughs> <laughs> he also... Well, I have to now talk quietly because you can hear every. Yeah, I can hear what's going on to my right. I can hear what's. Go, I can hear everything. They can hear me. I mean, you know, if they if they listen to this podcast, I'm fucked. But you know, <laughs> there's Don't a very worry. good chance they won't. <laughs> <laughs> He's got three locks on his door. Why has he got three locks on his door? I don't know. So you know, I'm. I'm uh, well, and then so th- and here's the other one I'm looking out my window now yeah my next door neighbour has kids and there's a massive trampoline and when they right. start jumping up we're eye to eye <laughs> no. <laughs> no no you don't need yeah. that oh, no. That's, no that's I can no see good. her now I can see her now she's taking in the uh, taking in her washing so I've got that going on and then when I moved in, this is true, last week, quarter six in the morning, I wake up, there's a weird noise outside, weird noise. I think it'll go away, it doesn't go away. I look out the window, there's a fox on top of the fence, and he's chewing it away, he's going mad, he's like running, it. it's like odd, I can't work out what he's doing, I'm like, why is he chewing the fence, or why is he like, he's kind of frantically... So he's sort of scampering on a fence... He's on a fence post sort of chewing away on the, the fence. Chewing itself. away. Or is he doing like, like a kind of balancing act? Yeah, he climbed up the dam. He's balancing. Yeah, he's balancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought, so I'm looking at him like, well, I mean, I guess, I guess he'll go. He doesn't go. He's trapped. Oh, no. He's trapped. Trapped. Now, I don't live on the garden. I don't, I can't see, I can't get to the garden. I don't know what to do. I wake up my girlfriend She's like, what do we do? We look at the RSPCA. They don't open till seven. 
you know, without being too bleak, this fox is running out of energy and starts flying back, and he's dangling from his leg now. Oh. So I have to go downstairs, and the first time I meet my neighbour, I knock on the door. He says hello, and I'm like, what are we going to do about the fox? <laughs> he hasn't got a clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> Long story short, I called the fire brigade. What? And f- uh, you have to call the fire brigade. What are you going to do? He would have died. So fire engine turned up. Four firemen all walked in, and a fireman with his bare hands tore the uh, fence in half. Whoa. The fox, the f- fox ran off. This was at seven in the morning. God almighty. God, I mean, they, I don't, they are I, don't have, I don't have a they job, sexy, but if I did... They? Oh, yes. Yeah. Foxes. Tearing, a, tearing a, a fence <laughs> in half. He just went... Foxes just went, are pretty scared. Uh, so, yeah. For people listening, it's like... You know, like how Superman tears his shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that with the fence. He started in the middle? Yeah. Just... Where the, where the fox had his foot trapped. So he went, he jumped the fence. Amazing. Already. Good. And then he just went, bang. And they all walked out in silence. I was stood there like, you know, it's a bit embarrassing when a fire engine turns up, you open the door and you know it's to save a... <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you and the neighbour, did you watch this together? I went upstairs and watched from my flat. Right. And he... Uh, I presume watched from his flat, yeah. Was there ever a point where you thought, when you saw that it was just a matter of tearing the fence, do you think you could have got in there and torn the fence yourself or is that just, that's a, that's a fireman's job and one you couldn't have done? Well, I, I'll flip the question back to you. Are you going near a wild fox? No, no, you're right. I'm not, I'm not. I'm going nowhere near that thing. Because I, I was just thinking if, you, if, you'd, if you'd freed the fox, then the fox and most of the other woodland creatures would owe you a favour. Oh yeah, like Mary Poppins, start exactly, folding yeah. my bed, all that. You, you could have had, you could have had them tidying <laughs> up. You could have had the fox go upstairs and say, "Listen, mate, if you're going to have a bath, do it at six pm. <laughs> don't do it at midnight." Yeah, hey kids, the opportunity was how about right there. you? Uh, how about you don't jump so fucking high? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next this, guy's had, this guy had it bad in his last flat. Oh, imagine that though. The kids start jumping up and eye to eye with a fox. Just staring back oh. at them from the flat. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like sure, a dark Mark. version of the John Lewis video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, what big teeth you have. <laughs> <laughs> Whose fence is it? Ah, well, that's... Because <laughs> that made me laugh because, you know, firemen, they do their job and then they go, well, that's up to you to sort out. <laughs> so it did make me laugh that this fence was pretty ruined I was like well <laughs> I don't landlord's going to be like so tell me again how this happened <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fence not my I don't know but it's not my fence nothing to do with me well I mean astonishing there's it seems like there's a lot of issues I think I think Crosby you've cracked it there I think you need to go and track out track down that fox and say, I called the fireman. You'll recognise the fox. You know, he'll, he'll, be, he'll, be sli- he'll be slightly limping. So I, I called he'll the fireman. He'll return to the scene of the crime. He, yeah. They always well, do. He'll be fair. back with his mates to say, I was up there, you know. Tom, very interesting you say that. The next night, he's back. Uh, back nice. on the fence. Yep. He hasn't yeah. learnt. 
or maybe he just really likes Feynman <laughs> <laughs> best night of my life that was trapped again <laughs> save me save I'm not me. calling them this time I know what you're up to mate I'm not calling them oh, this time use the hose <laughs> <laughs> save me save me. the boy who cried fox <laughs> right well, I think right. um, I think yeah. that's um, I think that's that's. Uh, Sorry, I threw a lot. I threw a no. lot of problems at you. No, it was, no, it was mate, a, great. But it's it was a pleasure fresh. to hear it's, them. It's fresh, you know what I mean? It's fresh. It was a pleasure to hear them. It John. really was. It was a pleasure to have you on the show as well. Thank you so much for doing it. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, is there anything you want? Yeah, it's been it's been a real treat. Is there anything you want to plug, by the way? I've got very little on at the moment, <laughs> so uh, I just I, I wish everyone well. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. But yeah, output is at a minimum at the minute. That's okay. okay. All right. That's okay, John. That's okay. Hey, no judgment. Uh, John, thanks so much for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Well, there you go. As episodes go, an absolute blinder. <laughs> Yes, yeah, stick that in your iTunes reviews, please. We'd love that. Um, Put five, something in the iTunes reviewers. Yes, let's get this podcast listened to, shall we? Recommend it to friends if you know who they are. Um, otherwise, <laughs> hop on the Patreon. If you know who your friends quid, are. If you know your friends are. You know what? Sometimes you don't know, do you? Sometimes I think you just we've don't re- know. We've really learned in lockdown who our friends really are. Uh, but yeah, do recommend it. And uh, yeah, join the Patreon, hop on, take a part in the community. Um, it's all fun over there. Otherwise, uh, this episode was produced by producer Caution. Caution team. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Would you please? Uh, will you please? 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 Upstanding, upstanding for the Patreon neighborhood. Upstanding, upstanding, upstanding for the Patreon neighborhood. Watch call. Oh yeah, over there, what's going on? I see. It's a little treat for you and me, and me, and me, and me. <laughs> We're playing lots of board games. I've been playing Kaplunkerton. I've been playing against this guy. His name is Sam Dunkerton. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. For the money and the free rides. <laughs> all right, I rest all my right. case. Oh, let me tell you about my friend. I saw them over there. I, I, I walked around and I said, what's going on when you're up in my hair? Oh, come on, friend. What? Why don't you come and climb up this ladder? And they said, I what? can't because my name is Gallbladder. All right. All right. It was one for the money case. and the three red. <laughs> Oh, well, here we go, and here I am, and I am up a tree. What? I don't know why, why? I'm that, but I am feeling really free. What? Why? <laughs> what? Whoa. Who? Who? That's what? That's a good point. What am I doing up the tree?
Uh, what? I don't fall. All right. 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 Rest my case. <laughs> well, oh. I'm here with my very good friend. What? Oh. Oh. Hello. She's not what? the most. She's the fewest. What? Yes, her name is my friend. It what? is Helen Lewis. Her name all is rise. my friend. All rise. All rise. Her name all rise. is my friend. Is all my rise. friend. All rise. All rise. Her name all rise. is my friend. All I rise. rest my case. Case. <laughs> well, I was resting my case up a tree, and I was feeling really free. My leg was strong, but so was my arm. <laughs> What's wrong with that, you say? There is nothing wrong with that. Here's my friend. His name is Dad Armstrong. Oh, all right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, one for the money. Rest the my ride, case. For the last year. Been trying all right. His name is my friend. His name. His name is, is my, my friend. friend. His name is my friend. Well, let me tell you about my friend. His name is my friend. And every time I hear his name, it sounds me round the bend. And let me tell you oh, yeah. what I know about that cheeky guy. Well, everything what? he does, let me tell you, it makes me cry. It Sometimes he upsets why? me and sometimes he gets on my nerves. And I say, why are you what? treating me like I'm some kind of perv? And he says, listen to what? me, friend. My name is my friend. I only did it. What? Listen, he says, listen to me, you, you good friend. I'm only doing it for a Josh. That's why they what? call You're me a David McIntosh. My name is my friend. All right. His name is my friend. All right. All right. All right. I rest my case. His name is my friend. Well, <laughs> let me tell you about my friend. His name is my friend. I, I rest my him. case. <laughs> I tell him about my Armstrong. Clarky, <laughs> Clarky, mate, <laughs> Clarky, Clarky's fucking rest lost it. Clark, Clarky's rest. He's resting his case. Oh, I'm resting my case way too early. Then I'm to say. Oh, let me tell you about my friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His name oh. is my friend. Oh yeah. I, I have very strong arms, but not as strong as his legs. His name is. Brian X. And his name is I rest my, my case. <laughs> well, let me rest my case. I'm going to rest it on your face. <laughs> and then I'll teach you the alphabet. You're really going to learn it. A to B and C to D. E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V V V X Y Z. That's it. Rosalind Burnett. I rest my case. <laughs> Her name is my friend. Her name is my friend. And it's one for the runny in the free run. Open and shut, rest my case. Well, let me tell you about my friend, and you're not going to believe their name. Their name is my friend. It's just the same. Their name is my friend. Every time we go out, we always drive around in our larder. That's right, I'm talking about my very good friend, Tashi Rada. Oh, hmm. Oh, her name is my friend. Her name is my friend. We case. You're all my friends. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.